Well, uh, you know, it started with just uh, as I was finishing up Winnie the Pooh, um, you know, I had a conversation about with, with John Lasseter about what my next project would be. And uh, he always encourages us to follow our passions. And, and as a kid, I was very passionate about Disney animation and Marvel Comics. And so uh, I loved the idea of mashing those two things up into an animated film, and, and John got very excited by it. And so he set me off on a journey to uh, find the, the perfect uh, subject to bring over here and make a, a Disney animated film. And, and I found Big Hero 6 and kind of fell in love with it and thought it was perfect for us. And, and we talked to Marvel. They were very encouraging and, and really said to us, don't worry about setting this in the Marvel Universe. Really, make it your own. So create your own world. And that's what led to the creation of San Francisco. And when Don did his initial pitch based on, on, the, pro on the property, uh, we were all blown away by the emotional potential. This idea that there's going to be a main character who loses his older brother and then be left with his older brother's creation, this robot named Baymax, to become a surrogate brother was something that we just fell in love with three and a half years ago. Yeah. And, uh, and this journey has been about realizing that emotional potential. Hmm. Well, I love Baymax. Um, he is a, a personal healthcare companion, a nurse robot, um, and, uh, and he just wants to help. He's very naive and guileless and purely good, and he's an innocent. And, and I love these kind of characters. Um, and there's a Disney lineage going all the way back to Bambi and Dumbo, um, where we celebrate those kind of characters. And, uh, but really, no character is great in a vacuum. It's always about the, the relationship dynamic. And the way Baymax and Hero play together is so awesome, because Hero is this very young, manic guy who has a thousand thoughts a second, and the idea that he is paired with this robot who's very deliberate in his actions uh, makes for a lot of fun. Well, actually, um, the team comes together because Baymax identifies that this kid needs a support group. He's going through a difficult time, and he's the one who actually calls on Tadashi's friends to join Hero and inadvertently creates the, the Big Hero 6. And uh, so you've got Baymax and, and Hero, and then you've got uh, Wasabi, Go-Go, Honey Lemon, and Fred comprise the, the rest of them. And, uh, Wasabi is sort of our, he's our precision freak character and Go-Go is this adrenaline junkie who's very capable. She actually carries the team initially. Uh, Honey Lemon is a really uh, vivacious and intelligent chemist and, uh, and Fred is a fanboy and a mascot and initially he doesn't seem to have too much to offer the team but he comes enthusiasm. through in the end. He has enthusiasm yeah. uh, but he comes through in the end. I think this is the first superhero team that, that was, uh, has its origins in a support group. This is the first, <laughs> first superhero team ever assembled as, as a support group first. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Well, uh, you know, the, at first they are all uh, very smart science kids, and they're all doing uh, research at, at San Francisco Sokyo Institute of Technology. And so when the time comes to join Hero on this quest to uncover the truth and bring this bad guy to justice, uh, Hero turns all of their disciplines into superpowered technology. So, for instance, Wasabi was doing uh, research into high-frequency plasma lasers. Well, Hero turns that into plasma blades that he can wear on his gloves. Go-Go's maglev wheels turn into uh, a maglev bike, turns into maglev wheels that allow her to zip around the city. Honey Lemon, the chemist, gets a, a chemistry kit. Uh, and then Fred, well, he gets a... He gets a kaiju, a rubber kaiju suit that can actually breathe fire. And he couldn't be happier. He'd jump be. really high and breathe fire. It's basically them, but amplified. Right. We can, we can we'll do our best. In, we'll do our best. We can speak in generalities about Hyperion uh, because uh, it's a pretty technical process. But uh, we do know that you know it is uh, it's it's a brand new software that was developed for this movie. You know, and this is the first movie that that was going to utilize it. And it really allowed us to create this world that's really rich and detailed. And, and to approximate a very cinematic look with the lighting, which we had never been able to do before.
Yeah, we, <laughs> we're, we're fortunate here at Disney that we're surrounded by uh, very technical geniuses, and so we don't have to understand everything. But we do know that Hyperion allows you to, the virtual light in, the, in our virtual set to bounce many more times, and so it makes the world just feel more realized and more immersive. Hmm. Well, it's a movie that, that takes on the idea of loss uh, very directly, and, and, and the message ultimately in the movie is that when you lose someone who's close to you, in a sense they're not really gone. They can live on through you and they can affect your choices. And when you, when you take in that idea, when you embrace that idea, it can be very cathartic as far as dealing with the loss. And, and so we have a movie that is a lot of fun, it's entertaining, it's funny, but I think there is a substantive message underneath. And it also celebrates uh, science and, and smart people. It celebrates, you know, I guess you could say it celebrates nerds <laughs> because all the characters uh, in the story are self-professed nerds. Hello there. Are you looking for a highly creative and efficient team to help you bring your 2D and 3D animation ideas to life? Or how about a team of out-of-the-box thinkers to illustrate captivating posters and logos that will give your business that competitive edge? If you are, then check out the uber-amazing Bonga Studios at b-o-n-g-a dot r-o-b-b-e-n-t dot com. Uh, yeah, uh, the story follows, uh main character, uh, Hiro Hamada, boy genius, and his um, relationship with Baymax, a fluffy, lovable robot nurse. And th those two are trying to solve the mystery of his brother's death. And once they realize what they are getting themselves into, um, Hiro gathers all his friends together and makes them super high-tech suits so that they can save San Francisco. Uh, my character is Wasabi. Um, he is the neatnik, the neurotic character of the group. He, he, uh, there's a place for everything and everything in its place is kind of his motto. He enjoys plans. He doesn't like, uh, when there's no order, or, you know, within, uh, the friendship with the, with the, with the group of friends. Um, and he, that's kind of his trial throughout the movie, is trying to get them to realize that they are not superheroes. And eventually he winds up acquiescing and he uh, becomes a superhero. Mm -hmm. um, he changes, I mean, he just believes in himself more. He, he, he you know, at a certain point, uh, your love and your, uh, your love for your friends and also, um, kicks in. You're just like, I don't care about my fears. I'm going to be brave for now uh, to protect the people who I love. Fred is like, uh, he's just enthusiastic. He's a science enthusiast. He doesn't do the science, but these are his friends. And, you know, Fred's the one that gave everybody their nicknames. And he doesn't even go to their school. He's just, a, he, but he's still the school mascot. And, you know, he sort of He's just enamored with comic books and superhero stories. And, you know, he, throughout a lot of the movie, he's sort of urging everybody, this is it, we're doing it. This is our origin story. We're going to become superheroes. That's a supervillain. We're going to fight a supervillain. And Fred's also a character that as you go through, you begin to learn more and more about him. You learn why he doesn't go to the school. You learn till the very end, at the end, you know, when the credits are already over, you learn yet more about Fred. So, and, you know, it's exciting. And it was nice to play him because, uh, you know, they let me really be me as the character. He's literally just my voice. And they said, just do your comedy. And, uh, and they really let me run and improvise and riff with it. So it was, it's great. And he's like a very 
light-hearted um, character who's also who narrates some of the the film. He's he's the one saying now this is this part, and I think so. It's great. He's he's just uh, he's a fun he's fun character, fun character to play. Uh, he centralizes the story in uh, a couple of uh, facets. He is. Uh, built by Tadashi, which is Hiro's older brother, and once Tadashi uh, passes away, he kind of fills that, uh, that void for Hiro. Uh, he's the guy that, that uh, it's like Tadashi's last piece of work, so it's kind of like this is the guy uh, who will you know, be the substitute for, yeah. for my, my loss of my brother. And um, I think that's kind of what draws them together the most. Um, and plus, he's a nurse, so he just wants to. He, his job isn't done until Hero is uh, officially healed. Yeah, emotionally. Better. And he becomes a surrogate brother to him. Yeah. They need action. They need flying in the air. They need superpowers. They need friendship. They need family. They need to understand grief and loss and how to overcome it. They need to understand about how universal health care is important to all of us. Tell them. And they need comedy. We must have comedy. It is one of the underlying fabrics of the human existence. That's why you need to see Big Hero 6. Oh, wait. And it's Disney. So you know it's good. Hit it. You crushed it, dude. Hit it, dude. Crushed it. Edgy, fresh, energetic, impressive, captivating, provocative. It's Rob TV. Watch us on RobTV.com. Um, Big Hero 6 is um, about a family that's kind of put together by these crazy circumstances. And um, Big Hero 6 is an action comedy adventure movie with just the heart of Disney, the pulse, the moments that make you choke up. So it's a movie for everyone. Um, it's unlike any other Disney movie I've ever seen. And I'm a Disney fan, so. My character's name is Gogo, and she is one of two female characters in the Big Hero 6 group. And what's so great about her is, and, and Honey Lemon is that there's no stereotype of, or, or cookie cutter character of like what they think a, a strong female character is, and Gogo, and Honey Lemon are both strong in their own different ways. Um, she's a woman of few words. She's like the Clint Eastwood character of the group. She's got quite a lot of sass. Um, she has a need for speed. She's an adrenaline junkie. And she has a secret love crush on Fred. I'm just making that up, but I'm just gonna go with it. <laughs> Honey Lemon is a chemistry whiz. Um, she is really brilliant, um, but her looks are deceiving because she's very fashionable and pink and high energy. Um, so she uh, has a bit of both worlds. Um, she becomes a superhero and she acquires this purse that's a periodic table. And uh, she just punches in all these elements and she makes little chem balls as her weapon. My upgrade was, you know, she was she was working on maglev wheels for her bike, and so they incorporated that into her suit, and so she had maglev wheels on her feet, and the same maglev wheels worked as a, uh, as a shield and throwing discs. You know, I, I think what I love about this this group and and what the reality is is that, you know, intelligence is not sex bias. It, everyone's pretty equal in in that world, and. You know, they can hang, and if anything, 
they're a bit more fearless than their male counterparts. Definitely. Um, I just think it's really cool that um, their superpower are their brains, and um, I feel it's really achievable for any kid that comes to see this movie. And um, I just, um, I hope that we can inspire kids to love science a lot more and to start creating a lot of the technology that we saw in this movie. Definitely. Um, our love for fashion and science and robotics. Um, I was in a robotics team, all girls. Um, we competed nationally um, against other schools and we would go in and no one would feel intimidated by us because we were a whole bunch of girls, but uh, we came in second and third and we killed, destroyed the other robots, um, but with a smile on our face. <laughs> Um, they rally around Hero. Uh, he, he suffers, you know, a tragedy, and um, Baymax um, is informed of how to deal with grief. So he brings them together to help Hero get over what's happened. Mm -hmm. And what, what's really interesting is that each character serves a purpose in this superhero team. Uh, Wasabi's the voice of reason, Fred is the little cheerleader, she's the strength and the glue, I think. And Honey is just this optimistic, really happy person, uh, positive to have around um, when you're going through tough times. I think, you know, it really celebrates a new kind of family, a very contemporary, unconventional family, and that's, that's with your friends, you know. Hi there. Maybe you're in the mood for a delicious cup of coffee or a soothing cup of relaxing and always flavorful fruit tea. How about some scrumptious crunchy granola or maybe some organic and all-natural candy for that sweet tooth? We've got all that and much more. Check out our amazing brands on Rob. And that's with two Bs, fbc.com. Again, the website is robbfbc.com. Com. Big Hero 6 is, is the blend of both kind of the Marvel action, you know, that world, but also um, the Disney magic, the Disney touch, the Disney heart. And it's almost taken to new heights because of how massive the city is. You get a scale of how large this world is, but also how the characters are so... Every single character is very real. You know, they live in the real world. Like, if you took it out of the film, they would live in the real world. And um, Disney, this film... It's very relatable, mm -hmm. and it's and it's and it, it, it mirrors society, and it's man, that's yeah, that's what Big Hero Six is about. Yeah, it's it's all that stuff, and it's also all that stuff, um, yeah. it's about the idea of um, if you utilize uh, the brain of a brilliant child or, or children in general to its full capacity, and what they can do, what they can overcome if they have the right support system. Um, and we talked about this before, how family doesn't necessarily mean immediate. Family means. Yeah who surrounds you, supports you, and loves you. Uh, that can be everything, anything from immediate family to, I don't know, a golden retriever, who knows? Yeah. But it's, it's, it, it's about that. It's, it's a movie with heart, a movie with message. Tons of action, tons of fun stuff, but uh, it's just gonna take you on, on a beautiful roller coaster ride. Yeah. I'm Tadashi Hamada, I play mm -hmm. Tadashi Hamada, his, the older brother of Hiro. Mm -hmm. I uh, am sort of his, you know, I look after him. I'm his voice of reason, a father figure after, uh, you know, our parents are, are not in the picture anymore. Um, so I'm kind of his rock, and I try to guide him in the right way when he seems to kind of step off the, step off the path a little bit. Mm. That's such a funny 
the term. Uh, you hear it was rock. Mm -hmm. Where's you? You're my brother. Yeah. Yeah. yeah come on. Um, yeah. Uh, here, yeah, man. Here, here, here is a good kid. He's really smart, but you know, he's got his he's got his older brother to make sure he stays on the right path. Um, you know, because you know, because of how smart he is, he can get into a little bit of trouble. And um, you know, he, he, I think Tadashi sees that he's not using his brain to the full potential. His, you know, he's not. Hero's he, not achieving his full potential, but by the end of the film, Hero sees his purpose, and and it's all really because of Tadashi. These two boys love love building things. You know, Tadashi, Tadashi. Yeah, I'll let Daniel explain it. But it, Tadashi loves to care for people, so that you know his work reflects that. But Hiro, you know, he's still very much a kid, so he's making bots that are you know for the bot fights, and he's making stuff that explodes and blows up and flies and all those crazy things. But yeah, yeah, Tadashi's uh, he's incredibly <laughs> he's like an angel. He really is, and. Uh, He's very, very, he's not that old in the film. I mean, he's, I don't know, I'm playing him like, I don't know, 1920s or something. But he's very, very mature for his age. Um, he has, he's very much a man. He, um, his, he's so pure. And so his art or his creation, what he does with robotics reflects that. Um, everything he creates is for, for the greater good, for helping people, for educating, for healing. And it's really amazing. And uh, I guess that's his connection to robotics. Hmm. I mean, it, it, it's the hair. The hair, yeah. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard to say how we relate because we're so similar. I mean, I am hero and hero is me. Uh, whenever I go in that booth, you know, I'm just myself. I, I don't put on any. I, I don't. I, you know, I'm very fortunate that I don't have to change my voice. I get to go in there, lend my voice to hero, and lend my heart to him. So it's me. You know, it really is me. And. Um, Man, that's that's how we're similar. Is that I didn't have to do anything extra. There's there's nothing fake about about hero that you know that that I can't relate to. Uh, we're very similar. I think you know every time you play a character, no matter as an actor what you do, you, you always have to use a part of yourself. Sometimes yeah. more, sometimes less. But every character, even if you play the darkest, strangest character, a part of that will be you. You have to access that part of of your psyche. Everyone has that. Um, so with Tadashi, I remember a friend had had seen one of the trailers, and they were like. You're so nice in this movie. I'm like, yeah, I'm nice in the movie. Like, that is that always you? I'm like, well, that's that's part of me for sure. I mean, everyone has bad. I'm sure Tadashi has bad days, but for me, it was just like, you know, finding the that the pure side of myself, and so that's where I relate with a very with a younger, pure side of myself with Tadashi. Baymax, oh man, Baymax is is that just he is your best friend. <laughs> he is the guy that just cares for you no matter what, you know, he takes care of you, he makes sure you're uh, healthy all the time, going to bed, you know, making sure you're drinking enough water, all that kind of stuff, but to Hero, Baymax is, you know, a representation of his older brother, and you'll see that in the film, and Baymax is, Baymax is a very special character. People are gonna love him. Mm -hmm. I mean, on the surface, he is, I'm guessing, about a five foot ten marshmallow-esque Nurse bot yeah. that Tadashi has created to help heal people and to help make the world a better place. And uh, he's, uh, you know, he's he's full of surprises. He's capable of diagnosing injuries and treating injuries on the spot, uh, applying treatments on the spot. But he's also got another beautiful symbolic side of him that is very much Tadashi that goes on after Tadashi's not around. Um, so there's a lot going on in Baymax. Mm. 
I think people should see Big Hero 6 because it's unlike any film that I've ever seen. You know, you see how diverse the cast is in the way they look, but also the way they act, you know, on screen and off screen. Um, and it, every, every, you know, member of the cast has an interesting voice and, you know, th there's something about when you see a film and you can relate to a character, it makes seeing that film that much more personal and it's, it's just that much greater and I think I mean, when, when people see this film around the world, they're going to be able to see one of the characters and relate to them in, in the way they look or the way they act or, you know, just, or the way they sound. And because they, they have that connection and they can relate, they're going to they're gonna walk away from that film just feeling like they were a part of Big Hero 6, and that's, that's really special. Yeah, that's a great answer. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've said this before. I don't know. I, you know, I grew up, you know, watching movies in the 90s and things, and I always felt like, the live action films especially were um, very much an escape from reality. Yeah. You know, and you, you go to the film and it take you on a journey, it take you somewhere. And I feel like somewhere in the last five, 10 years, we've, we've lost some of that. It's more like you're watching a film. It's yeah, like or you're, you're just part, blasted yeah. by effects and it's, it's mm -hmm. just, it doesn't do anything heart-wise. You know, yeah. it's one thing or the other. And this is one of those movies where you just, it goes by so fast, you don't, you're not checking your watch. It's incredibly engaging. It's got everything you want from comedy mm -hmm. to action to, to heart. Um, to amazing, amazing animation, the look of the film. It's just, there's, there's no reason not to see this. Yeah. There really isn't. This has been a Rob Radio Network production. Check out our website at rrn.robbent.com. Thank you for listening.